Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm David. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game related topics. On tonight's episode, it is episode 52. 52. We uh, made it. Season one comes to a close. Season tonight. one comes to a close, and we are finishing off with David's top 10. Yes. This is the show people have been waiting for. I don't know. Mine last week was pretty good. It was it was a solid list. Like, yeah. you had five worker placement games on there. I know. It's a bit ridiculous. I need to really update my... I think worker placement was like a... a like a... What's the word I'm looking for? An uh, honorable mention in my top 10 or top five game mechanics. I think it needs to move up on the list a little I, bit. I, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> you're lying to yourself. I think, I think it needs to move up a little bit. I still don't like viticulture, but... <laughs> oh, Shay. Yes. You just haven't played with the right people. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I didn't like Great Western Trail, and then I replayed it, and I like it. Uh-huh. Now. I'm still not going to replay that game. It's too long. But okay. welcome to this episode. I'm very excited because I don't have to do too much. But uh, I'm also interested to see what your top 10 list is. I can take a guess at a couple. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure I'll be surprised. Okay. Well, I'll probably try and describe a couple of yeah, I want to try and guess. Games and you can try and guess. I up. mean, gosh, you didn't get Pandemic, so. Yeah, that one uh, I should have gotten. Yeah. All right. So, shall we start off? Yes. Excellent. Honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Hit, em, hit me with them. Well, there's some that came very close. Some, some that may still get into the top 10. I just, you know, Concordia was basically my 11. And it just missed. And I just started playing it this year. But it is a solid, solid game. Uh some other ones in there were Orleans, Scythe, Clank and Space, which I really like, and Dinosaur Island. Mm. That's probably the f those are the top five that just missed the list. Uh, and you know, I went through our game list and narrowed it down to the ones I thought had a realistic chance. Yeah. And I used Pub Meeple to uh, rank everything. Yeah. And I, it did a fairly accurate job, I think. Like looking at the list. I, I can go with what it said. There, yeah. there might be some tweaking here or there, but it's it's pretty darn accurate. Cool. All right. So, what is your number ten? Well, tenth favorite game overall. My number ten is a new one from this year. Ooh. It is a bag building game. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, I may be a bad doctor. Yeah, quacks. <laughs> I, as soon as you said bag building i'm like new game bag building okay i know which game this is <laughs> yeah so quacks of quillingberg uh one we started playing this year and i really enjoy right it's mm. it's it's good for everyone you know i have yet to bring this out where somebody went oh, i didn't really like that yeah and, and you know and i've heard this from many many people where i'm gonna try this game and they just absolutely love it it's a fantastic game. It is. Like, it's push your luck, which everybody likes, it seems. It's, you know, considering, like, I don't like betting and stuff, I do really enjoy. Yeah. It's, and that's part of the thing that I like about this game is watching people that I don't see as gamblers mm -hmm. gamble. And ones that I would think would be more gambling don't, right? <laughs> like, yeah. it just it brings out opposites in people, which is, is really interesting to me. Yeah, this was actually number three on my list, so we already got some overlap. We have overlap. I think 
We might have one, maybe two more. Yeah, I, I'm looking at my list again. I think we might have a couple, but we'll see. I, I mean, Orleans, I had on my list and you had in your honorable mention. Yeah, so. I, I, I'm trying to think back to your list. I think if I remember correctly, there might be two more. Okay. Well, right. all right. So what is your number nine game? Okay, so number nine is a game we've had for just over a year now. And this one is a really colorful worker placement game. Mm. It's got multiple stops to go. It has Should, uh, dice as resources. Rajas of the Ganges. It would be Rajas of the Ganges. I am great at this. You are nailing this so far. I think it's more the clue giver. Part. I think, honestly, you're giving way better clues. <laughs> <laughs> so Rajas of the Ganges, uh, worker placement, which uses dice as your resources. And... This is a game when you pull out, you look at, it looks really busy. It looks really complicated, but it is such an eloquent, eloquent design that it really isn't. Like it, it's, to me, is one of the easier teaches I, mm -hmm. I could, on, of a game. And, you know, it's got that race aspect of you're trying to get your points around to m meet your fame. And there's so many different ways to do this game. So many different paths to victory. Yeah. That, you know, it adds in that uh, tile laying, tableau building in front of mm -hmm. you. I, I really, really like this game. Uh, and I don't think it's a bad thing that it's nine. You know, like... Yeah. Well, this is still top 10. And, you know, at least my top 10 is pretty... Like, my top 100 is quite small, right? Yeah. I don't even know if I have 100 games. But you played way more than me. So definitely to be in your top 10, it's a great game. And it is a great game. I need to play it more. We do. Like, I haven't played it in a while, actually. Well, we kind of stopped playing it when your mom got good at it. Yeah, I think that's honestly what happened. You know, you, you started <laughs> saying mom figured it out, and I'm like, okay, we're done. We're done with that game. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Rajas Laganjis, my number nine. Really, really solid game. Fantastic. Let's move on to number eight. Well, this one was my top game of the last year. Mm-hmm. It may have some feathered friends mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. It's Wingspan. Wingspan. Was Rajas in your top 10? Uh, no, it wasn't actually. Oh, see, I thought and it was. you know what? Neither was Wingspan. Really? Yeah. I, 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 I'm pretty sure Wingspan though made it. Yeah, it's not on there, but okay. it made it to my, I don't even know if I mentioned it as an honorable mention. It was in my list trying to come up with the games, but to me, there were other games that I had a more exciting okay. um, yeah. time with. So. Yeah, so Wingspan is an engine builder. It uh, You're playing bird cards, creating this engine where every time you take an action, it's going to multiply what you can do the more cards it is beside it. Uh, beautiful production. Uh, it's already got one expansion out. You know, this is a first-time designer by Elizabeth Hargraves. Mm -hmm. And she just knocked it out of the park and it really hit home with me. And yeah. another game that I've introduced to people that they love. Like, uh, I can't think of somebody that hasn't liked Wingspan yet. No, I think everybody really liked it. I struggled with it um, on my first game. Yeah. But after that, like, it, it definitely clicked a little more. I think it's one that takes a, a few plays to really understand. Yeah. Uh, but... Definitely a fantastic game. I had it on my top games of the year. You know, it's and it's gorgeous. I love it. Perfect. Yeah, and yeah, same thing. Wingspan is just one of those games yeah. that's production value, mechanics, everything just 
fit with me. Yeah. It's going to be a new modern classic. Uh, this one is going to be one of those games that sticks around for a long time, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's Stonemaier Games' new scythe. Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to have that kind of popularity and that kind of sales. Like, it it sold really well. Mm-hmm. And they just got to print more. Yeah, they got to print more. <laughs> uh, a second expansion's on its way, which is going to be the Australian birds or Oceana birds. Sweet. And pre-orders whoever pre-ordered it he gave x amount of dollars to the australian wildlife nice yeah so i think he ended up giving almost 10 grand away yeah that sounds about right yeah Yeah. (laughs) so yeah my number eight is wingspan all right let's move on to number seven okay number seven is the first of probably my favorite designers games to show up on here Uh uh-huh uh is it above and below no. Oh, okay. No, no, actually, that was above and below. It made it, or did it make? Because that was the first one of that that series, right? Uh, not really. Islebound oh, right. was the first one right. of those ones, but above and below got replaced by Near and Far on my list. Oh, but, okay. You know, Near and Far came in in the uh, around twenty-ish. Ah, okay. So how about um, castles? Oh, close. Paladins? Ooh, very, very close. Well, I'm way off. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's Architects of the West okay, Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> so Architects of the West Kingdom is the first of this trilogy. Uh, Paladins is the second one. And by counts is going to be the third one, which comes to Kickstarter next month. Cool. Uh, so in Architects, worker placement. Uh, but Shem Phillips does a twist on worker placement in all his games. Uh, in this one... The more workers you have at a location, the better the action is. So the first one I put on stone, I get one or two stone or one stone. I put a second one in, I get an additional stone. And you keep doing that. And and to prevent people from doing that, you can put their people in jail. Yeah. Right? So you start out with all your workers. So you don't have to worry about, you know, collecting workers or anything like that. So you always have all your workers. Except when they're put in jail. And... People do that because they get money for sending your people to jail. Yeah. Right? And that's how they create their income. And you also need them to put you in jail because the only way you can get your workers back is from jail. Correct. I, I remember yeah. playing this and having a, a moment where I like, I have three workers. Somebody needs to cake my guys off this board. <laughs> well, and it also creates that, okay, I'm going to keep plugging away at this resource until yeah. you stop me. And, and people have to. Because you can run away with a game if they just let you keep getting the same resource over and over and over yeah. and over again, right? Because there is, there's a lot of stuff you can do. It has that card building or deck building mm-hmm. type aspect where you have to buy uh, tradesmen because you're, you're building the castle. Uh, there's a black market, which can punish you a bit, give you some debt. Uh, there's a virtue track that you're moving up and down on where... Shem Phillips loves his tracks, right? Yeah. Well, I also enjoy this has the uh, the individual powers, right? The, yes. Yeah. They're all asymmetrical. Or well, you can play one version that everybody has the same power, and then you can do it where they're asymmetric. Uh, I bought the Kickstarter exclusives or Kickstarter promos off of BGG, so we mm-hmm. have like ten characters, and yeah, this is another one that I love the Miko's art. I, I love the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the shorter ones of his, 
Uh, it takes about an hour. I feel you can get a game done in pretty quickly if everybody knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that's easy to teach because you put one worker out. Yeah. Th- that's your it's, entire turn, right? You just like you just put a worker out and you put another yeah. worker out and you get things if you have more than one worker there. And it's, blah, 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 exactly. it's very easy. <laughs> it's a very simple game, but I really, really like it. And he, as I say, he's my favorite designer. So yeah. it's not much of a surprise to have... This yes. game on. There. I think I just remember Paladins because you just got that one, right? Yes. So, like, I remember all the excitement about it. All right, let's move on to number six. This one is one of my newest games. Mm. I, I honestly have not played it that much, but it just hit home so well. It may be the sequel to the previous game. <laughs> Oh, I was one too early. <laughs> you were one too early. So Paladins of the West Kingdom. Uh, I've played this three times now. This is almost multiplayer solitaire. But I love the... I, I get the feeling of Orleans in this game. Okay. Because you're using different color workers to get stuff. Right. Right. So and then at the end of that, they go back to the center And each round, you're drafting the people you get. So you don't always have this bag building aspect of it, but you're you're using them in similar ways. Yeah. Uh, One half of the board gives you basic goods and basic abilities. The other half of the board give you the more advanced. Uh, There's three tracks you move up on, down on, and depending on where you are on those tracks is... Where, what you can do on the, the main board, I would say, or the communal board. And if you're low on one, it doesn't mean you can't do those actions, but you might have to draft a paladin that uh, gives you bonuses to, to raise that level. Right. Uh, each round, you're going to pick up three paladins. One's going to go on the bottom of the deck, one's going to go on the top, and one you're going to use that round. And those paladins give you four... Four... Two to four uh, workers. Yeah. And then you're going to draft another card, which gives you four workers. Uh, there's. So you have up to eight workers. You have up to six. Up to I six. Think. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have six workers plus uh, some spaces give you extra workers. Uh, there's two or three different colors plus a wild color. If you take the wild color, you take a punishment with it. You have to take a debt card because, you know, you're getting an unfair advantage. Yeah. And this game is by far Shem Phillips' heaviest game, but it just really sung to me, and yeah. I, I loved it. It was worth the wait and worth the Kickstarter. Yeah, and everything, <laughs> it took right? forever to get here. Yes, but, the retail uh, people got it before me, which yeah. I get bugged about regularly by the people that bought it that way. But uh, I can't wait to try it. We haven't played it yet. Yes. So my number six is Paladins of the West Kingdom. All right. So we are moving on to the top five. Just a reminder, you are listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, and we are doing David's top 10 of all time for our special 50-second episode. Yes. So, what is your top five game, Dad? Top fifth? So, my number five game is one that I've waited, I waited about six months to buy, because mm-hmm. we were waiting for the anniversary edition to come in. Oh, uh, I know this one. Is this Castles? This yeah. is Castles of Burgundy. I was too early on that one. <laughs> so Castles of Burgundy, uh, Shem, or it's Stefan Feld, another one of my favorite designers. 
And I like his games because a lot of them are point salad. Mm-hmm. So even and brown. if... Uh, yeah, this one, they, they added color to the right. anniversary edition. <laughs> but the nice thing about this game or his games is that you always feel like you're accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. Right? In a, in a point salad game, you do, or you do an action and you're going to get some points for the most part. And in this game, it is... You're drafting tiles. You're putting those tiles in your village or your burrow. And each round you have two dice. You roll those dice and whatever numbers on those dice is what, what you can do. Uh, there's a lot, of, not a lot of mitigation, but there are uh, worker tiles you can get which add, add one or take away one. And the neat thing is it can make a six of one mm-hmm. and a one of six. So it, it, there is that little manipulation with the dice, but you know, the game itself is just so clean. The mechanic is so good. And the, the fact that even, as I say, even if you're not doing that well, you're still going to end up with like 150 points in this yeah. game. I think when me and mom played it, we did end up pretty far back because we also played it with Jeff and me and her were quite a ways behind Jeff, but that's to be expected with somebody who had played it like a million times, yeah, he's, right? Yeah, he's played yeah. it a lot. I, I got probably eight, nine games of this in now in the, especially yeah. now that we own it. And I've played it at four, I've played it at three, and I've played it at two. And it just works at all the different player counts. Uh, just such a good, solid game. And my favorite of Seffenfels. I've played yeah. four or five of his now, and this one shines above all the others. Yeah. Sweet. Moving on to number four. So number four is one that I got just after Christmas this year. Hmm. I, I know these are, <laughs> it may feel weird that these are newer games, but these games just. They yeah, just, they, they resonated with they you, They resonated right? with me. So this one has got a Tetris feel to it. Mm. It's worker placement. It's got 61 spaces that you can put your workers in. Oh, is this is this Ecos or no. Era? No. Oh, I don't know then. Feast for Odin. Oh, see, I haven't played it yet. You have not. Uh, this is a big box game. It looks intimidating because you have so many different actions. And the whole game is converting goods from... Getting goods, converting them from one type to the next, to the next, to the next. And each, each good has four different levels and you're always trying to get to that top level because it gives you the best ability or the best way to place it because you're taking these goods and you're putting them on your board or you're feeding your people with them and Uwe Rosenberg this is the I've played a couple of his games but this one is just so much better than everything else I've played of his Mm -hmm. and it's colorful Uh, it's got so much going with it with it I've only played it three or four times now, but I get, I feel like I'm getting better each time I play it. You know, you're, you know, I had a bad score the first time. Second game, I did a little better. Third game, I did much better. Yeah. You know, it's one that I played with your mom at two players. I've played, actually, I've only ever played it at two players. I haven't gone to, it, it, it says it plays up to four. I don't think I would go past three. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just one of those games that is going to be better at a lower player count, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, your mom really liked this game. We were trying to figure out a way to get it to uh, 
food to Canada with us. <laughs> it's a little bag. But it's it's a wee bit heavy. Yeah. yeah. It would get a little over baggage. Yeah. And I just didn't want it to get beat up. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah. This, this game just works so well. Uh, I love the whole aspect of when you're filling out your game board, covering up all those negative spaces to try and increase your income. Mm-hmm. And... You know, yeah. you look at that game board with 61 spots and you're like, I don't know where to go, right? <laughs> but after one game, you're like, okay, I have a better yeah. idea of where I want to go, right? Uh, yeah. So nice, solid, big box game. Feast for Odin. All right. Top three time. Top three time. The big three. The big three. So what is your number three favorite game? So my number three is the last of the three from my favorite designer. You said Divide Counts as an Out. He's got one that was in uh, the North Sea, remember? Oh, yeah, Raiders. <laughs> yeah. So this is one you've played? It is. And I don't think it made my list because I've only played it once. Yes. I really do want to play it again because it's a fantastic game. This, this is his first big hit. Like He did three North Sea games, but Explorers and Shipwrights weren't successful and people didn't really like the mechanics in them. Uh, I've shied away from them because everybody's said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raider, wow, you're such a follower. I am. I, I am sheep. <laughs> <laughs> but Raiders of the North Sea and not just the base game, but it with the two expansions because I only play it with the full, all everything yeah. in it. It just, they're expansions that make the game better. Right, the base game is solid. With the expansions, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Right, I will play this game anytime. I bought the mat for it. Oh, the mat's awesome! Uh, it's a beautiful neoprene mat that has all the expansions on that board. It's colorful. It's easy to read. It it brings the game level up another level. Yeah. Right. I I like cardboard board games, but they don't always lay flat, no. and neoprene does. Yeah. Right, and it helps in this game. Uh, so in this one, on your turn, you're placing a worker and you're picking up a worker. It's simple. Yeah. And then you go out and raid villages. Yeah. It's great. You just battle your way to the top. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, there's four tracks. I believe you, you move up on, plus you get bonus points for raiding. And at the end of the game, whoever's got the most points wins. Easy peasy. Right. And it's another one that people are close at the end of the game, right? Mm-hmm. It's not one that somebody's just going to run wi- run away with things. There's the the gameplay is just too snug for that to happen. Yep. Okay. All right. So, number 2. So, number 2 is an economic game. Ooh. I don't play a lot of economic games. You have not played this one, but okay. you want to play it. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh. It's a very pretty game. You said Scythe wasn't on there, and that's one that's been on my list that I haven't played yet. Yeah. <laughs> this one has a white box. Mm, Ecos? No. That is a white box, though, right? Uh, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> just tell me. I am lost. Brass Birmingham. Oh, yes. Yes, this is on my list. Uh, Martin Wallace, play a card, take an action. Yeah. Right? You're going to do this through two ages. Until the deck runs out twice, and you're building up buildings, uh, trade route or uh, ships, ship routes in the first era, and trains in the second era, 
and you need coal, you need iron, you need beer. I love that beer is a resource in this game. <laughs> it's awesome. And, you know, the, the quicker you advance your buildings, the more they stay around for the second age. And the game is so snug, so good. I've played it at three and four people, mm -hmm. and it was a different experience. Like at three people, I found that I always had the cards to do what I needed to do. At four people, I was like, I need a card or I can't <laughs> do it, <laughs> right? So yeah, Brass Birmingham, uh, Roxy Games re or redid this or redid the base game yeah, and modified it to make Brass Birmingham. And it is a great game. I strongly recommend anybody who likes a good, strong, economic card playing game from Martin Wallace. Excellent. All right. We are at the top of Dave's top favorite game of all time. I have a theory on which one it is, but I'll let him be the one to say it. I won't take your thunder. So this one is one that Shay really enjoys. <laughs> I'm totally right. <laughs> <laughs> So my number one game is worker placement because uh -huh. as everybody knows, this is my favorite mechanic and this is a true worker placement to me. Uh -huh. You take a space, you're blocking somebody else uh -huh. from that space. You're out there, you're making wine, you're fulfilling orders. I said I'd let you say it. It is Viticulture. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> Essential Edition. Okay, well, I haven't played it. The Essential Edition. I'm probably not going to play the Essential Edition. You you would have played the Essential Edition. Oh, okay. no, nobody, okay. nobody plays the base version anymore. Uh, I have the expansion, but it seems like one of those games that I'm always teaching. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as comfortable with the expansion. So I haven't actually played the Tuscany expansion yet. Everybody says it adds a lot to the game and I'm looking forward to it. But I just keep playing the base game and keep enjoying the base game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one that I've been successful at playing. And even when I'm not, I'm so close to winning and yeah. I just have such a good time. Uh, this is Jamie Stegmeyer's first game. Uh, he put it out, then he redesigned it and released it again. Didn't redesign it, but he brought out Viticulture, then he brought out Tuscany, then, then he did a combination of the two to make the Essential Edition. Uh... And this one, as I say, it's your basic worker placement game, but there's just so much fun to this game. Yeah. You know, you're, there's two seasons. You have to gauge how many workers you're going to use in the first season, how many workers you're going to use in the second season. Uh, you got to get the right vines to get the right grapes, to turn those grapes into wine, mm -hmm. age those wines to the right level so you can sell them. You know, it just... I, I really, really like this game. Yeah. I can see why people who like worker placements, like true worker placements, would like the game. It just didn't have enough of anything else for me to really enjoy it. But uh, it does not surprise me that this is your number one game. <laughs> At all. At all. I am not shocked. Let me see. That's... Were there any games that I didn't have in the top ten that you thought would be there? Mm, trying to think. I'm a little shocked you didn't mention uh, Champions because you did really enjoy that game. Yeah, but I've only played it really yeah. once. Right. I, I played it once without the expansions. Right, you've only played the true was like version. Yeah. three years ago mm -hmm. or four years ago, mm -hmm. and, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, 
you know, I really enjoy Railways of the World. That may be on yeah, there next year, right? that one I also had a lot of fun with, but I've only played it once. You know, Coimbra, we just brought back to the it table, so and good. I hadn't played that for a year. Yeah. And I really had a it's good time so with it fun. as well, right? So, the, you know, as you said, you know, I, I've played a lot more games than you have. Yeah. Like, I had 404 games oh, you know what? played last year and 135 different games. Yeah. The one that surprised me, none of the centuries were on there. Uh, those are fillers for me. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Like, I like the games, but they're not at the same level as those other tens that mm-hmm. other 10 games that I mentioned or even... Uh, I don't even... Yeah, they weren't even in the top 31. Oh, that, that actually surprises me. But yeah. No, I think otherwise that was a pretty... I, honestly... Most of that list, I probably could have guessed that the games were on there other than maybe Feast for Odin. But uh, for the rest of them, I had a pretty good idea. Actually, you know what? Raja's kind of surprised me as well. But uh, Really? A little bit because we haven't played it in a long time. Um, so I wouldn't have necessarily put it on like your top 10 list just because it's not the one that we first reach for. But then again, you have been asking to play it for a little bit. Yep. So that could be just how it happened. um otherwise though good list i had fun making these lists yeah thanks for not telling me about this uh rating system that existed until after i did my top 10 um you could have asked yeah but like you could have offered yeah (laughs) so thank you guys so much for listening in this first year of the show we're looking forward to doing another one If you guys have any topics you want us to discuss or any questions for us remember to just visit our uh, facebook or instagram you know, post on there, tag us, question us. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, I'm David. And I'm Shay. Talk to you next week. Have a good night.